Melissa is super disappointed. <laughs> Gifting. And a third topic I can't even get out because Amy's laughing too hard. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations with me. Do, 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 do. I don't know what the thing is, so I don't know what the thing is. big introduction i'm sorry i'll crash your black panther party look it i'm sorry i messed up your introduction do it do it again i won't laugh you're not funny i'll sit quietly no that's also you know it's a lie but i mean it i mean it. it's not a serious show i want it to be true i'm like a child i'm like that i'd like like that first (laughs) no i'm like that first newsman on the howard stern show took yourself so seriously hello idiot (laughs) this isn't a serious show why so serious so raise your ass um Hey, Aim. How are you? Hey, Melissa. I'm doing all right. Made cheesesteaks last night. There's not a person in my house who puts ketchup on a cheesesteak. And they all feel like they are super legit, the OG, absolute, and they look at me like I'm crazy for putting ketchup on a cheesesteak. And I'm like, listen, fucks, that's what it's for. That's a ketchup. Of course you put ketchup on fucking cheesesteak. No, no, not a single one of them. Right. No ketchup. This okay. This should have been in the intro then, because this is our third topic. Oh fuck! Okay, go. So the cheesesteak. Yes, ma'am. Like that's that's our that's our first topic right out of the gate. <laughs> okay. There is a religion yes. of how to order cheesesteaks yes. here in Philly, yes. where I live. Yes. I, I don't. I'm a New Yorker. You I live in Philly. Shut the sticks. fuck up. You left mm. that place I, that we also love, but you don't get to love it when it compares to Philadelphia. It's tough, tough shit. It's way better than Philly, but that's fine. Um, there's a religion here yes. uh, about ordering it with whiz, with without, with, with whatever. There's a whole vernacular surrounding it and, and the items that you are requesting or denying right. are onions mushrooms Ugh. cheese of three different forms <sighs> already got, already never got is already ketchup go ahead never is ketchup on that list but i will say ketchup is a staple in everyone's house unless salsa is the staple in your house because we've kind of turned are you like, trying to I tell me eat. that you put salsa on a cheesesteak because we will end no. this podcast no i'm not Although no, I'm sorry. That was yeah. A so loud. I guess my point was no is the answer. You're not going to do. I that. guess my point is what you want to know before you can even like think about ketchup is what kind of cheese is on there? Because if there's whiz on there, you can't put ketchup on there. Fair. And I'm not. I'm fair. That's that's fair. But that's I will way say too liquid. I will say to you, they fucking serve it. They fucking serve it. They have the scoogey pump right there. When you stand for people who don't get whiz. No, they have it. It's fucking there. No, it's fucking there. There are there. Are, I guess there's people that order mushrooms because there's all kind of mental health issues in the world. But you don't put oh, mushrooms mu- are delicious. Stop it. Stop it. And I know you could put broccoli rob on there, too. But you know what? No, you, can. you, you fucking can. <laughs> you, it's, a, it's an allowable. It's an allowable option. It has to be in the lexicon. That's at least allowable. But there's well, they don't have that in a pump outside Pat's no, and Gino's. No, 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 Gino's. What the fuck? No, we're not. Pat's and Gino's. Pat's and Pat's is the only thing you need to say here. There's no, there's no, really? there's just Pat's. And then Tony uh, Luke's and then uh, trying to think of what the other one is. 
Uh, all the way they may have shut down. God bless them. A lot of people may Once have Tony Luke's, shut down. Go ahead, go ahead. Once Tony Luke's opened in the football stadium, I was kind of like, mm, could yeah. you keep, like, could you still be that good if I don't need to travel, risk my life right. to go Stand into on the pass. Right, right. Wait, first you got to park. You got to park there. You got to <laughs> no, find a spot. Just get married. And, and then, then they drop you. And then later, somebody shows up with like a small knife wound and lots of sweat. But you've already <laughs> bought them a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. San- sandwich. Yeah, it's, um, I found one near us. I think when you all came here for, I want to say New Year's Eve, we did a scavenger hunt. Yes. Dear listener, I, I have the, best idea for you I think it was literally the best thing that as a group of adults we've ever done fantastic because there are 10 of us maybe nine of us at the time fleece jacket and customized pillow this was quite an event all right keep going there were like nine or ten of us girlfriends you know about this group dear listener right right right. we invited families yep to our home to poop because you have the multiple floors and all the room and everybody can go we went to the castle and stayed at your house that's right everybody. Yeah. Oh, if, and if there's anything we have it's just room and if there's anything we have it's friends who don't mind pulling up a sleeping bag or bringing a pillow right because we're not gonna sleep anywhere. anyway yeah put find a place where we can lock the children up and then the words we have our happy time yeah right exactly but we were even smarter about it this time because the women started a scavenger hunt that the men and children had, had to, to participate. Do. Well, it's even better than that. I think you're not getting full credit for your genius. So I, I really need to help refresh that memory so that you can get your gigantic glistening light up gold star. And that is... Okay. I like okay, a good gold star. Not only was the idea yours, but you gifted the planning of this idea to your husband. King Taskmaster... Yeah, he had, loved it. <laughs> who had pre-planned, custom-sealed, numbered envelopes, broke everyone into teams, gave them assignments, and the scavenger hunt involved, excuse me, involved cars and a 45-minute drive. They were gone for the whole fucking day, team. Oh, they came up with little theme names. They got in fights with each other. The girls <laughs> cheated. It was delightful. And all we did was sit in the kitchen and get lit up drunk. It's fantastic. Just the women. And then the men and the boys, and uh, with the men and the children, boys and girls alike, were gone. Gone. They had to go everywhere that wasn't with us. Some oh, of God, the places it was the they best went. New Year's Day ever. Some of the places they went were um, this place called the Pepper Mill by us that I think makes the best cheesesteak, which is how we got to this topic. Right. But there are fist, local. It was a like, fist fight even then. Yeah. A local mom and pop kind of places that do make a really good cheesesteak. So don't fall for the you have to drive to Philly and park. Um, no, fu- but no fucking fall for it. Okay. Another one was remember they had to go and to an orchard, get a bag of apples and eat them all. Mm-hmm. Right. As a team, not as one human. Right. But like these kids are like, oh, I can't eat anymore. And the fathers are like, I got this. <laughs> and they just pull out <laughs> through a whole bag of apples. I think they had to go to the art museum and pose with the uh, Rocky statue. They had to drive yeah. all the way. Yep. Yeah. 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 I'm sure, I, I don't remember. I just remember the envelope. I kept that envelope in my car in the center console of my car for many years. And then I finally moved it someplace safe. So I've got it somewhere. But for a long time I kept it there and I kept like a hat from another thing that we did I used to just carry it around with me so I would see it all the time but it's yeah. probably in the applications drawer that you have <laughs> <laughs> hey it's soon probably. to be cleaned out that's one of my December projects that will never be completed 
The stop before last was a local. I, dear listener, if you like Victory Beer, it's oh yeah, a you gave the pretty beer. super yeah. popular beer brand label. Uh, they are based here, here in PA, real close to our house. So that was our second to last stop. It was after the cheesesteaks and the apples and something else they had to eat or roll in or wear or they were all experiential um take a picture of and text it to the drunk women sitting around the island in my house (laughs) so it's proof that you did it yep the girls we got a trophy we made a trophy for Mm -hmm. this the whole thing but the second to last stop was the victory brewery Mm -hmm. here in i think downingtown pa (laughs) and then the very last stop was our bowling alley where everybody didn't we all convene there and go bowl and you bought us another meal yeah it was I remember eating there we brought no you and I went to pick up maybe that's why I remember it I think Stuart and you I think Stuart and you picked up the food but regardless I definitely ate it there were many 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 too many bags I'll say this about you I'll say a lot of things about you but what Uh I'll say what I'll say to your face is one one of the great many delights of you is that you somehow preternaturally were born with the awareness that tis always best to have higher quality and too much volume of food at every juncture. And you you make this happen. So we had spectacular fucking takeout at this bowling alley, and there was just everywhere you turn, there's another sandwich coming at you, and they were delightful the whole time. And you just you couldn't figure out how to get hungry because there's always something there. And I just, I love it. I, just enough is the wrong amount when you're serving people food. Have more. That's what I'm Can saying. Can we talk about that for a second, too? I feel like Italians and Jews know that you it is got very, to eat. Nobody likes everything a skinny is food. Santa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, skinny Santa. Sad. Um, that food is really the most important thing about gathering just, just and period. Yep. being with people and sharing. <laughs> jo- every experience is made more joyful with delicious treats. Right. Be, be they baked treats, which are really my favorite, or as you're saying, and I'm getting hungry, the sandwiches. And for the kids, there was always pizza. There was always something that everyone would eat. And I, I really, for someone who doesn't really eat leftovers, way too much is is just the right amount. Yep. Perfect. So we were having fun and we were talking about uh, the girls team cheated hashtag and the scavenger hunt and how fantastic it was because you launched us off on this whole f- misguided attempt to tell me that there's anyone else who has cheesesteaks. And you know what? I think I'm wrong about the broccoli rob because I don't actually take it on the sandwich. Gross. No, 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 no. I think what I'm thinking of is a pork yeah. cat. I'm confused myself. So it's um, uh, Denix. That's what I'm thinking of. Denix pork cat sandwich with broccoli rob. That's where it belongs. You don't put broccoli rob. I, I made, don't know what any I of those words I made roasted mean. broccolini last night to go with the cheesesteaks. Mm. And I said, does anybody want to put this on the sandwich? And they looked at me like I had just said, what, should I stab you three times in the nut testicles with this pencil tip? And they're like, Ugh. and the same time so I said that your, ketchup. So where'd I, your meat come from? I they, We have this thing now where the plain ass supermarket will shave beef. So they take, yeah. a ri- they take a ribeye and they shave it for you in slices that are so thin you can barely pull them apart. And we have a flat top griddle in the house. So when we just get desperate, we get nice rolls that the kind you have to, they're, already, they're as nice as we can get. You sort of, they start in the freezer and then you, you toast them up, you bake them up so at least they're hot and crusty and split those, put them on the thing, fried onions on the flat top. And then, because it, it only takes, what, a blink? To cook that meat, it's sliced so thin, and so you barely thin. want all your. You, all, the only time that it, ha- it just has to get hot. That's it. Come out of the come out of the packaging. Put on the griddle. Does it hot? Is the cheese melted? You're done. Eat it. 
But I take, I, I do two things to bastardize my sandwich. And you know what? I don't fucking care because I'm not even from Philadelphia, but I have the attitude of Philadelphia, which is fuck you, my sandwich. So I do two really wrong things. And that's evidently put on ketchup. And I use American cheese. Suck, suck it. All of y'all can suck it. It tastes better. And that's is it. Is American cheese even cheese? Yes. It, uh, is it? Yeah. I, I do like it. It's just our version. It's our national version version of Munster. And Munster's I a like proper Munster. Well, Munster's a proper cheese. American cheese is just a Munster cheese. I'm down with the fucking cheese. And when I, I don't do it in public. I mean, when I'm at Pat's and I'm standing in line and people are yelling at hurry up what you order, of course I'm gonna get a whiz wit and I'm not gonna worry about it. I don't even like cheese whiz, but I, I at least know enough. I have the sense to know what right. to do. Right? So and it's it's and when it's made there. Yeah, it is really good. But when you try to make so it somewhere else, so we can take you out with, of the house. With, I mean, at home, there's only one person who'll eat whiz, so I have to buy, find, and buy, and keep that single jar of weird whiz. And but it's you know we make it happen. The rest your of dog them, will love it. The rest of them eat with Prove, and that's it, which is an acceptable. I mean, that's the only other option. But I do like American cheese. It's good. It's yummy. It's delicious. I was super, super, super disappointed that um, I haven't heard from Hallmark Channel yet. <laughs> I mean, you're welcome. I gave you a brilliant, no pun intended, idea and fucking nothing. I mean, we have enough listeners to have spread that news to Hallmark. That's right. How many many voted in the election? Surely we've got double that. We've got a lot of people listening. (laughs) Shut up, you. So, so disappointed. Last week we talked about Hanukkah and all the weird joys and fails. I get the impression of... that you're not interested in what I had to say. <laughs> <laughs> we'll look into and that yet, more later. And yet I won't take it as a tip. Yeah, tell me about Hanukkah. <laughs> I want just the tip. Tell me about Hanukkah. Oh, it's tips. It's tool time. Tip time with Hanukkah. Go, Jew. It's really just a competing holiday gift-wise with Christmas. I really feel like the Jews were like, oh, yeah, you have an imaginary man with a big beard. We have uh, more gifts. Fuck off. We have eight <laughs> nights of, right, exactly. Gifting and traditions are what it's all about. The traditions being everything made with oil, right? You loved the idea of those homemade donuts. Donut. The schlutz. Yes, those souvganiot. Those are the ones. But I figured out that if you take those grand, Biscuit. those Pillsbury can, grand, can, grand biscuits, canned grands, the grand cans, canned grands. I got some grand cans. Woo! I'm so. That's a way better name. And you peel them apart and make two of one because they I are. I got two grand cans. <laughs> well, everybody here knows you have two grand cans. Tell me about the biscuits. I want to deep fry them. You have two sets of grand cans. Mm. Uh, so you peel it apart to make two because they're the really big ones. they're the flaky layers, yeah. Oh, and then you take <laughs> – um, I love flaky layers. Then you take these Wilbur Buds. Do you know what Wilbur Buds are? Sounds Why? super perverted. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, I don't want a Wilbur Bud. They're like the Hershey Kiss of the Amish market. Oh, for God's sake. Okay, so you take Jippo – what's it made of? Cacao? Yes. Yeah, no, it is creamier and better. Car- and then you- carob. That's the one. It is definitely not carob. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, cacao's not bad. It's I've already blocked it from my fucking mental. Carob gives me the shits. Yeah. So it's you a take carob. These- it's a carob dollop. You see how stupid it is? Yeah, give me the Wilbur squirts. No. <laughs> Nobody said squirts. Now I have to go and send you. I'm not going to say nib. I'm not going to say nib. Wilbur buds. Oh, God. 
Well, I thought it was right. a Wilbur nib. That's worse. That is worse. They're all bad. All of, all of those words are bad. All of them. <laughs> all right. Well, why do we have to? Why do we have to buy the fake? The fake. Because they melt better. Because here's the other thing. Here's a hot pro tip for you. You live <laughs> in Pennsylvania, where Hershey is a fucking factory. The OG chocolate drop. Why can you not just buy Hershey's? What's wrong I with could, you? I could, but I like these better. I like Wilbur better. Oh, God. They're okay. creamier. Ew. So Wilbur's so, tip. So you've halved to the biscuits. <laughs> yes. And then you put Wilbur butter, too, in the center of half the biscuit, and then you roll it into a ball around it. Okay, got it. Good. Okay, good. Ooh. And I see where you're going with this. You see where I'm going? And then you deep fry that. Mm. And then when it comes out, you, you roll it, it in yes. cinnamon sugar, and then you shove it in your pie hole so while it's, it is so it's still. So like it's like a Jew uh, Zeppelin. They call this little pizza frit, the things where you take the, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah Stuffed yeah, yeah, yeah. with the creamiest, meltiest chocolate. So I'm going to try that this year because Souf Gadiot are really jelly donuts, and I don't want jelly in my donut. That's not for me. I want chocolate in my every hole, but well, I do not want jelly. Well, I don't mind jelly. a jelly donut. A well-made jelly donut is a delight. But I'm here to tell you, what if, and this is a really bad idea, but I like those. What if you did your same technique? Yeah. But instead of Wilbur's tip, you take yeah. you take a, <laughs> a plump raspberry and stick it in there. And then you're going to have a jelly donut. Because when you deep fry it, it's going to get a little ooey gooey melty, and it's going to be just enough. Where's the chocolate in that? <laughs> you could put it in there with it. You don't need it. I'm saying if you wanted to do like a jelly donut style, if that's tradition, but you don't care from jelly donuts. I'm just saying if you don't want to futz with the jelly, you could actually put a little raspberry in there when you deep fried it. Anyway, don't do it. Don't do that. Stick with what you're Dear doing. Dear Baker, Dear Baker, is that a thing? Is that something that well, I, what do you people put do fresh is, fruit is like make, that? You would make the donut and then you get a little syringe and you put the jelly in there after. But this would be a way where you don't have to do the after. You could just put the fresh a fresh raspberry in there, and then the heat and the process might make it great. Or it could explode and destroy your deep fryer and then cause a whole lot of cleanup and also the fire department to come. I don't know. That's what makes Hanukkah such a joy. It's the surprises. Right, the oil. Yeah. It's the surprises with the oil. And you know, so. about, you know about flour, right? You always keep flour around. Yes, yes, yes. You cannot put out a grease fire with water. You Yes, not not. Well, yeah, I know that water yeah. is the... Yeah, so but so if you have so any time that you're cooking with oil, always take out a bag of flour and leave it within arm's reach because you throw flour on a grease fire to help dampen it down. So do that so that you can run out of the house. Just keep, or a fire just, extinguisher, right? Yeah, but then you just don't do that. Just keep your flour there. You don't need a fire extinguisher. Because then you don't have a fire extinguisher they anymore. They expire, and they're always covered with shit, and somebody was using it and pulled the pin out, and then you don't know where it is, and then there was two of them, and there were two. You, oh, I'm not fucking doing those. Those are great. We have, we have a lot of fire extinguishers. <laughs> Those <Yeah>. are great. <laughs> Safety first. Those kids. are great. Use them often. <laughs> Just the tip. Yeah, no. Um, potato latkes. That's another one. I love potato it. I won't in ever, any form. Is that how I'm supposed to say it? Because I won't. I was, aren't they latkes with it? Like I'm in a key to my heart is a latke. It's a latka. Latke well, gravis. I always thought that was a joke because it was, because it was like latka was not the pancake. It was a latke. I'm super wrong the whole time. Potato latka. Uh, you could say it however you want because it's not English. You're really, not Jewish. So, <laughs> well, there's that. There's that, but it's also not English. Like, all right, talk to me about that. Look, at I don't. Nobody cares about me. Tell me about how you make them, because I'm I'm guessing it involves 
a frozen bag of shredded potatoes when you start. Oh, that would be great if it were a frozen bag. But I really don't typically make them. I let my mother-in-law oh, and son okay. make them. Well, how do they do it? Talk, talk us through it. Because I love them. And I've made them before. And I don't think they're legit, but they're delicious. They shred potatoes, they shred onion, and they put in some matzo meal, and that's how, and that's oh. about the size of it. I never put yeah. in matzo meal. I always put in a little egg, just a very there's tiny egg. bit to bind it. Yeah, there's a, there's egg, but there's also matzo meal. Or because we are no longer with grandma and son baking together. What do, say, what do you say? Memory be a blessing. What do you say at this juncture when someone has passed? Oh, well, my mother-in-law is still alive. So I thought you said say, we're no longer with him. I'm talking about your grandmother. So I was thinking of the wrong person. Oh, Nana. Yeah. I was yeah, thinking of the wrong her, person. May her memory be for a blessing. You would say it now, too. Like, even in this, not like, you know, God rest her soul. Like, is there a different one? Or you always say, may her memory be a blessing. Like, what do you say? Um, I don't usually say anything because I'm not that Jewy. But if if somebody... It's like saying toy toy when when somebody yeah, says yeah, something that's that's that a Greek but thing. I, I, I don't really say um I don't really say it at all. But if if yes, once they've died, may their memory be for a blessing is the appropriate thing to say. If that's something you say, it's just not in my. I think everybody knows over. Nana. No, well, I think just to hang on this for a second because I know you really don't want to. I think yeah, it's I crossed, love it when you force me into shit. I think it's crossed over into. I don't know, the Goyim, whatever we are, because they do it now on the news. And they, like, they've adopted. Really? Yes, they all say it. A hundred percent say it. May their memories be a blessing. Like, everybody, big old, big old non-Jewish, everybody. And I'm like, is that, that's how we're doing it? I mean, it's fine. I'll say it. But it's up there like you're saying some, some, you know, Dutch prayer. Like, it's just the sort of thing. It's like, oh, we said That's it. bizarre. Well, it's the same way when I said grace a thousand podcasts ago and you said, I think that's a Southern thing. It's not. Giving people grace. They say that everywhere, too. Nationally, on 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 public space channels that have nothing to do with the South. It's just found its way into the lexicon. We were talking about shredded potatoes. So I'm now going to bring it back full circle. I appreciate that. Um I don't make them from scratch like that. I go to Trader Joe's and I get their amazing potato pancakes, which are just egg, onion, and potato. And I slip those onto a cookie sheet and I put that into the oven and they come out delicious. Your choice because they are fried because that's the law during Hanukkah. (laughs) Eat only fried foods. I love it. The same way it's written in the Torah. Once you hit 60 years old, you have to move to to Florida. every day. That's right. No, all, both of those things are true. No it's exercise. A, no, because when you move to Florida, you have a dog book. you need to walk, so you still get exercise. But you don't need the Peloton anymore. I think there's some sort of uh, extra verse about doing uh, Tai Chi in the park with lots of other people or sitting on a bench and watching that happen. But again, I'm no... Tal- I will be on I'm, the bench. I'm no Talmudic scholar, so I can't... My husband... Nice. My husband will be Tai Chiing, and I will be watching, <laughs> planning lunch. <laughs> uh, That's my goal, to plan lunch. Uh, so on that, you are the expert at potatoes, but I will tell you when it comes to the latka, your choice is either sour cream or applesauce. Which one are you? A sour cream or applesauce girl? Do you want the truth or do you want me to answer the way I'm supposed to? I get both. You get both at once yes. or you, you go vast, you no, one from I the get, other? Do you? I get both and I have both at once on the same plate and I have both at the same time. On the same latka. Yes, why not? It's great. It's fantastic. 
But if I was going to act proper, I would go sour cream. I don't know if that's the wrong choice, but I feel like that's what I would choose. I'm an applesauce girl uh, seasonally because it's what you do for Hanukkah. So I, I really dig that. But any other time in our lives where there's a potato at a meal, yeah, it's it's absolutely sour cream all the way. You described a potato dish yes. that is laboriously layered oh. and sliced like a pie? Yes, 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 yes. I dreamt about it. <laughs> and I might need to... Uh, well, the I, funny I, part is I described it here. Uh, I say it wrong because it's easier to spell it when I do. Palmzana. So it's P-O-M-M-E-S. I think it's D apostrophe A-N-N-A. Um I think it's because pomme de terre, I think, is French for potato. Uh, so pomme de Anna is like Anne's, Anne's potatoes. And it's just, it's whatever. It's a straight up potato terrine. But the funny thing is I described it here last year sometime. My friend Michelle made it and sent me a She's like, look, I was inspired and I'm making it. And from the way I described it, she put it in the pan as little individuals. And I was like, okay. So I want to. So it looked really cool the way she did it, but she also. What do you mean individual? Instead of she made little, she prepared the potatoes perfectly, but rather than putting them in one, she put them in a cast iron pan in stacks. So it was almost like each individual potato was stacked per portion, as opposed to the whole thing like a pie, right? Layered, yeah. Layered and overlapping, and maybe she did that purposefully, but um, and they looked really cool. But the the way that the thing is, you you take mandolin thin potatoes so either slice them with a knife or with your mandolin super 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 thin and melt as much butter as you can find like go to the store and buy all the butter melt it and then interlace lasagna style in an entire the size of your dish overlapping potato butter salt and pepper potato butter salt and pepper and do that until you run out of both of your ingredients it's melted butter and what happens is when you bake it the bottom layer and the sides of your dish, the crust. butter the butter bubbles and it forms that crust like a burnt Ugh. cheese, but it's just butter on potatoes. So you get that all the way on the sides and the top Ugh. and then all the way throughout the middle. Those sliced, slivery sliced potatoes reform as a kind of congealed potato cake. So that meaning not like a cakey cake, but like they they form back, they fuse back together, apple pie style, right? They become really soft and creamy, and there's nothing in them but potato. And then so you can slice through it, and you get that crack at the top, and then the knife goes all the way through the bottom, and then you kind of have to have, give it a little bit of effort at the bottom, so it goes, it cuts through the bottom, and then you can eat the whole thing, and then just lay down for probably two days afterward. It's fantastic, and if you want. You can put a little uh, Parmesan on top so that the top gets extra Ugh. delightful. But you don't even really need to because the butter and the potatoes, they get like this sort of French fry-esque but better than. And if you really want to torture yourself, do all that shit. And then the next day when you heat it up, put it between or hollow out the inside of a crusty Italian roll. Take out all the dough from the inside of the roll, the cooked bread, and stuff it with that potato. And then you chip potato sandwich. And Can you dip that in ketchup or cheese? No, you don't need to. Just a potato ass sandwich. That's it. Warm, gooey potatoes with egg. so it's a carb sandwich. It's carbs on carbs. It'd be like putting bread inside like a roll to have a bread sandwich. But this time I you like use that. potatoes. It's very good, and it's it's honestly it's not that hard to do. If you have a mandolin, it's not that hard to do. You could um, do it. I thought a mandolin was an instrument. So <laughs> all right, <laughs> you know what I mean when I say mandolin, surely. Uh, 
I do, but my first go-to was, why would you take not that the one instrument? from the music room, not the teeny tiny guitar for oversized gentleman's. No, this is the slicing thing where you go shh, 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 and if you're not careful, you're going to take off the tips of your fingers. So really, do use that safety tool, kids. Maybe if butter is involved, I can use that as my oil and make that my Hanukkah surprise. You could this make year. well, nothing's going to catch fire with that though, and there needs to be a thread of something catching fire with oil. I, I feel like you should do the homemade lot. I'm never going to say it. Nice. Never, never comfortably. I don't like Potato the truth. Latke. I don't like the truth. Because all you have to do, it is kind of a pain in the ass. You got to shred the potatoes. You got to shred all the shit. Then you got to strain it out and squeeze it out. They do all the squeezing, yes? Yes. But yeah, the you gotta part get all that's the annoying yeah, yeah, yeah. is, which my father-in-law would do, is sit by the fryer. So they would make all the, I guess, just everything to pour into the pan. And he'd sit there and he'd flip it. And every time he would put seven latkes on a paper towel to absorb some of the oil, <laughs> we would all walk by and eat them. Right. So he will be there all day for right. an empty plate. There's right. never anything to it's show like for meatballs. all of his labor. That's right. That's right. There's never. It's his just hand's burning job. from the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oil hitting his hand. He's lost every hair on one specific arm. Does he do, it, do you guys do it in a pan or do you have like the Fry Daddy Pro drip and drapper? We have no dripper drapper, but we have a fryer. Like we have a plug-in on the island the basket and the whole thing fill yeah, yeah, yeah. fill with a so oh, I, I he I feel so sorry for him every time that there's never anything to show for all of his hard work and hairless arm this year we talked about our gifts being experiential hey hey right? ho, we're ho. getting them the new phone and then everything because that's a fortune and then, and then everything the experience else will be working a heavy labor job for the rest of your life to pay for to the pay new for that phone, phone. Yeah. <laughs> yes uh, I told you my son's trying to quit but he can't quit to his boss because he's scared of him. And oh. his manager now has pneumonia. I said, well, you can quit to your boss, the big boss, if you want. Here are the words to do it. I'll help you. Anyway, experiential gifts. I want him to quit. He's going to. He's going to. Um, okay. So ex- ideas for experiential gifts. Oh, they're even harder now that we can't leave the house. <laughs> There's no, yes. The experience of walking upstairs. Yeah, yeah. The experience yeah. of can you go get that cup by my bedside? Thank you. <laughs> the so, experience of quitting. Yeah. So the idea that we started last year and we're going to try this year again are the Kiva loans. Do you know what Kiva loans are? I'm supposed to. I don't. What the? Hell is that? They are. It's a website where you can loan money to. Oh no! Somebody. No. I totally a, didn't know what that was. I now that you say it, I'm, I'm in the category. Go 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 go. You can loan money to somebody in a third world country to start a business, make money, and then they pay it back. Mm-hmm. But you're giving them you what did they that need. Before. You did that last year. A couple of years ago. Uh, to make that money. And then it comes back to you. And then you can loan it out to somebody else. And it's just a really neat way to keep track of something good that you put out into the world. Oftentimes you put out joy into the world and then you just have to walk away and you never really know what comes of it other than I feel good about having done something kind of cool. Well, this is a way to keep track. Are there any other experiential things? We took our kids to Pittsburgh. That was fun. They love traveling with us. No. <laughs> no. We watch movies together, Force Family Fun. We watched the Ryan Philippi movie last night, the second, about the Second Amendment and a oh, geez. Okay. Supreme Court justice's daughter who was being kidnapped to get him to rule a certain way. Uh, that it happens was, a lot. Yep. It was awful. <laughs> uh 
It was not a good movie. Lord, I don't recommend Lord, it. Lord, Lord. But other than forcing them to spend time with us, <laughs> which I don't know that that's a gift, these experiential things that we had hoped for can't happen. Right. We were supposed to go to Switzerland between Christmas and New Year's this year. For funsies or? Yep. To meet friends in Switzerland. We're clearly not going. I even wrote that friend and said, hey, I should be curating super cute outfits for the Swiss Alps right now. And I'm not. (laughs) So, And I'm on the couch right now. No, no, So then I thought next year, it's all the promises of things next year, gift wise. So are you looking to next year for things? Are you saying, don't worry, next year will be better? Have you found yourself saying that? No, I don't lie about that. I lie about a great many other things. I'm hoping we, it's not a lie. No, it, it's, I don't know what next year will be. So what we've been talking about, because everything is so vastly different for our Hanukkah this year, we, we don't do Hanukkah, we do Christmas. So for our oh, Hanukkah oh, this Tell me right, about that. Well, I mean, I'll tell you in a bit, but the, the, this is really the season of Hanukkah right now. And that's what the whole world celebrates it. So we should just, we're just going to go with everybody and focus <laughs> do they? on that. They do actually. <laughs> they do. All the stuff is blue. I got blue candies at the market. They're really good. Blue raspberry gumdroppy looking things. They were like, they were, they were, um, I guess a half an inch tall triangles, candy corn shapes, but super fat and plump. And it was blue raspberry. So the thing was blue with like white tips on it. It looked like a little baby mountain. Was it covered in sugar? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, good. Yes. This is why you and I will struggle for the rest of our lives. Yes. (laughs) And then the rings, they had all those weird, like, we're like, let's give up on shapes. Let's just do a, a gummy ring. Because that's fun. Covered so, in chocolate? No, no. Just the regular rings. The the blue and the white. And the and they did like a weird pressed uh, Star of David and gummy dreidel. I didn't buy all those because they, they had the look of candy corn about When them. were you in a store? I went into, I go to the supermarket. I go to the oh. supermarket. I go to just a straight up regular supermarket. I wear, uh, we got N95 masks and now we wear those all the time. But instead of our pretty fancy masks that were three ply now we wear a five ply and just go to the market get in and get out the delivery thing it's I'm sure it's safer but all things considered I wear a mask I'm not in there that long nobody's around me that's what I'm doing so I do that we we don't do anything else risky that's the risky how else thing. would you see a guy who's whistling if you uh, were singing oh my the gosh produce? and then there's these the the COVID cops are all over the place on Facebook in our Community, we are out of ICU beds, and we're now using uh, other. So, if you need an ICU bed, you have to go somewhere else. They'll push you somewhere else. So, it's not getting any better anytime soon. But, um, but not just COVID ICU beds. You have a heart attack, and you need to go into the ICU. There's shit. no room for no, you. Shit. Exactly. We're out. We're out. We're out. And uh, my husband was telling me, I think yesterday, that. New Mexico is on the precipice of needing triage care based on need. So they are almost completely out of everything. So they'll turn people away, period. Like if you're sick enough, you get to come in. And if you're not, you get to go the fuck home. So people with heart attacks or whatever. How bad is it? How heavy is the elephant on your chest? What do you think? So it's, there's no room at the end, kids. It's, it's a shitty time. So back to the idea of all this happy thumb snapping peppy talk is I don't spend a lot of time focused on what's coming. What we talk about is what's changed right now. And there are things about it that are good. And the things that are sad, you know, they're fucking sad and we're not going to pretend they're not. So that's the only way to 
to try to process a lot of this stuff. So we've got big decisions to make. We've got uh, the college kid is due to go back to campus on, I didn't look at the date recently. we'll, We'll pick a number, January 15th. So you want to go back to campus at the same time that everybody else from across the country wants to go back to your campus after being kicked out last year in the height of what is supposed to be the worst possible where there is no hospital. So it's like, shouldn't you maybe just stay home for another semester? I don't know. Or you will be in a sink. Like then you start running all the lists of blah, 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 blah. So in terms of Christmas, I don't spend a lot of time talking about next year is or is not going to be because right now we're, we're still just taking it afternoon by afternoon. That's all I can do. And I can't even do that that well. So right now we're focused on the good news of people helping to put up decorations, which they never have before, except begrudgingly. And really, it's not fair to be so ugly to them about it. When on earth have we had every person in this house for six days straight? Because they haven't been able to. There was even a regatta that had been rescheduled from who knows where and how long. And it had to be canceled after they had done all these COVID protocols for how it could work. And two of the kids on the team and then one of the coaches had exposure in between this and that. They're like, we're just going to cancel it. So, yeah, so everybody was here all weekend long. And it's like, okay, so go outside and put up some of the lights. Okay. So all four of them went outside and hung lights outside. It was Can you show us? It was delightful. I, I will try to do some nighttime photography. Can you show us? I would love to see what it looks like. We have Blinkies. I think I've told you about, which I love the Blinkies and everybody's on board with Blinkies. Do you know about Blinkies? They're definitely a local thing because they were started here. So very excited. Then maybe I don't know about Blinkies. Blinkies are a specific, I don't know how versed you are in exterior lights. I certainly am not. They, They talk about them by bulb size, C5, C7. And that's just by way of saying the larger ones are those numbers. Right. So the old-fashioned 1950s big bulbed ones, I think those are C7s maybe. So imagine Yeah, and they if, were colorful yeah. too. They weren't right, white. Right, right, right. So imagine roughly that size, but if instead of a teardrop, it's a ball. So it's an orb that lights, and they're all clear, and they're strung on a really long strand so that every three feet, there's a bulb. And then there's three feet of cord, and then there's a bulb, and then there's three feet of cord. Maybe it's not quite three feet, but there's a lot, right? And- Blinkies work thus. Each one of those bulbs will come on and then go off and then come on and then go off randomly disassociated from all the other bulbs on the strand. So instead of everybody blinking at once or blinking in order, the whole thing in a tree when strung up all throughout the tree, the tree looks like it has little fairies in it. In it these, twinkles. He's like, bing, bong, bing, 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 bing. It's just very, very, very pretty. Yes. Yeah, so I don't need a picture. Now I need a video. <laughs> All right. Dear listener. Blinkies for put everyone. Some, put some pressure on. And also, also starting down by you were those orbs that you oh, hung yes, in your trees. Yes, the, the running of the balls. So that's that's for your family. Do you give gifts to anyone else? Are there any other? All I can say is we're, we're, <laughs> we're going to have a, uh, a low-key holiday. Everything is different this time, so we're going to have a low-key holiday. And you I'm, get socks. Well, you don't want anything. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, it's just silly to try and invent things that you want because there's a day on the calendar that we're going to give you stuff. And P.S., you're not giving us shit. You don't have any income. So even if I wanted to fabricate you buying me something, it's just me giving you the experience of buying something for someone else. But guess what? You don't have the experience because it's not your fucking money. I mean, part of the act of the experience of giving a gift to someone else 
is that you are taking something from you. You're taking you your earned, time. That you you're taking your for. time. You're taking your resources. You're taking your intention. You're 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 putting all that together and presenting it to someone as a as a physical way of saying, here is an expression of thought and meaning that you have for me. I wanted to give it back to you in something tangible. I wanted to give you a smile. I wanted to do all these things. So to go through the motions for, you know, here's an Amazon code. You can press click. You can wrap it when it arrives. It's just not the fucking they're not going right. to stores. So I just, the whole thing, put the kibosh on it. Let's just overeat until we can't stand up and that's it. Well, that sounds like Thursday to me, but okay, <laughs> that's, that's fine. Um, I have found myself, because of all of the emails that you get saying, 75% off, 100% off. Here, just take it. I have found. <laughs> I want I have, those emails. Can I sign right. up? Yeah. I have found myself going onto a thousand sites, click, click, absolutely worked, filling or putting things in a shopping cart and walking away. That's a technique. That's actually a good technique. I don't know if you're doing it for your sanity, for your checkbook, or if because you know. I could be caught up in it and I don't know. And then I can walk away if I come back and I still really want it. Is this the. No, it's a shopping technique. You're actually telling the algorithm when you walk away with a full card, they push you with a coupon. That's a gift. That's a truth. That's that's obvious. That's like saying out loud, um, I'm looking for a Toyota Camry. And then you'll get 18 Toyota Camry ads on all of the, because your devices are always listening. If you leave an open cart, you will absolutely get a coupon within the next I have hours. 11 open carts right now. Well, you'll get and, discounts. And uh, yeah, I have gotten a couple of emails that say, what happened? Because they don't want to lose you. They got you on the hook. It's like walking out of a out of a lobby in a hotel because you don't like their price. They'll instantly drop the price. You are bird. Is in that the true? A hundred percent. I know it's true with a car. Is it true at a hotel? Yes. Yes. When you walk in and you ask for room availability and they give you their best price and you turn to walk out, they will immediately give you a discount. Presuming they have the availability. Yes. They want Maybe you I to don't pay know for that. that room. A zero cost room is not as valuable as a paid room. Even a dollar. So yes, they would rather sell it to you. Because you have walked in from the parking lot. You're not calling them on the phone. You're standing, you have gone to the trouble to be in their physical space. You're a bird in hand. And for you to walk out and find somewhere else, you're not coming back. What's the rest of that phrase? You wish. (laughs) Better than two in my bush? Wait, what? (laughs) How does that one go? Fantastic. Yeah, but here's the other hot tip. You're not going into a hotel for like ever. Because next year is going to be so much worse than this year. There's no, no, we're going to no get the vaccine in, in April and <laughs> by summer we're going to be traveling. And in I'm thinking, summer. is that Olaf? Yes. Yeah, Are you Olafing me? Supposed to be. I'm not going to uh, wait for the vaccine. For So I'm getting my vaccine in April. Here, here's what I'm mandating. If I, this is the secret. I, I, I'm telling I, I, you it's going to happen. Oh, Tootsie. Didn't I'm going to manifest for, this. Stop. Didn't you do that thing from the New York Times where you get to see your place in line? Did you take that quiz? Do you know that quiz? No. The New York Times has done a find your place in line quiz. And they ask you five or six different categorical questions. And they tell you how many millions of people come before you. And they do it by zip code. So they tell you specifically when they think how many people have to get it before you. And I took we'll the see. quiz. And I already know that you are the lowest category. Because you are not in an age that's at risk. You're not in a, you don't have any health situation. And you don't have a job that causes exposure. But I live with somebody who's exposed. Doesn't matter. It's not. That's not a factor. That's not a factor. 
What if I live with somebody who is distributing the vaccine? You're gross. You're so gross. That I'm going to try to cheat the system? You're so gross. He's not <laughs> distributing it, is he? He might be. I don't know. I guess. Okay. Well, every state has their own thing. So I don't know how the New York Times could do that for every state. But okay, I'll accept based that. Based on, and I'm- categorically, based on are you, what is your, where does your qualification rank you? Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Um, I plan on traveling by July. Okay. Okay. I think my first trip might be to the West Coast. Okay. What do you think? Want to come? Yeah, I'm down. I don't have I don't have any dollars. I've got a whole plan for the coming year. My next year is going to be super different and changey, and I'm very, very. We're going to go with excited about it. So yeah, I'm super down with. I'm going to find me some Southwest fares, or maybe get one of those. You know, you know, like rent it with a stranger, drive across country. I'll like, be your I've stranger. Got, I've got time, and I've got no ducats. <laughs> So, you know, Minor safety ducats. last. That's my new that's my new mantra. I'm back in college I, days. Yeah. <laughs> I think you and I, what is it? Mount Hood? What's out what's out in Oregon by Sarah? I think you and I should rent never an been Airbnb. To Oregon. I've never been to Oregon. Let's go. Never tasted the local drugs. I don't know. So drugs. I have I have they well, didn't you say they have great meth in Oregon? Fresh fish. <laughs> kidding. Kidding, kidding, kidding. I've never been to Oregon ever. Never been. Can you believe it? Isn't it? We have friends who've lived there for over 20 years and, and we haven't it. been there. I know. it. Well, she comes here. She has people in Baltimore, so she comes here all the fucking time. So. <clears throat> Not anymore. But okay, let's let's do that. Let's let's do that. Let's plan a summer trip out west. I'll plan all Ooh, the trips. We yep. could start in Seattle and just drive all the way down until we hit Marnie, until we hit Los Angeles. Yeah, okay. Because I love driving. Let's go. I'll okay. drive. My back hurts. Uh, I can't lift a five-gallon water bottle, but I'm going to sit on an airplane for what six What a pair. Right. This Look, is a, a delight. bitch can dream. All right, so maybe I'm not. Dear listener, what's your first trip once you're allowed out? And if you've already been traveling, really? You're the problem. Anyway, um, what is your first excursion that people aren't going to judge you for taking? Let's just say oh, people are going to fucking judge you for taking trips. And you know what? They're going to judge you for a lot of other shit, too. So... You know, use some sense and live your life according to that. Not what people are going to fucking judge you for. Fuck you and you judge. Fuck off. That's what I have to say. I put American cheese on my fucking cheesesteak. You think I care what you think of me going to where I'm going? Fuck and you. I don't care what people think either. Is that why you listen, dear listener? Because we really don't care what people think. We show you our ugliest side and we're like, like, yo. I I do care what people think. Take it or leave it, And then it hurts my feelings. It just doesn't change my fucking behavior. I mean, that's that's accurate. Your feelings don't even get hurt. You sort of were like, and not really. Yeah, not really. <laughs> I'm very tender. I've, I'm I'm tender. What can I say? I've created a world in a world where Melissa doesn't care. That's yeah, right. I once and in two years. Oh, so I thought next year. So so this friend writes and says, oh, 2021, that December week, we're going to go to the Alps then. That's when we'll do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Well, Mallory will be in school and she'll take care of the dog. Stuart will be working. I'm going to take a trip with my son. One child, one parent, out of the country trip. After he's been in college, God willing, for a semester. What do you think of that? Sure. I I don't know why I got to wait that long. Oh, COVID. But COVID. I know. I I mean, that's what I meant. But it's like, okay, sure. You you go everywhere all the fucking time. That's why I'm sort of like, what? What do you mean? 
You always go everywhere all the time. If you, when there's not COVID on, all of a sudden it'll be like, yeah, it's getting to be scratch, scratch. We got to go. Okay. Boop. Airplane. You go somewhere. You go a lot of places. You do in a given year. So I don't see why this would be any different for your day. I don't know that that's true. I think the only place we ever go is Florida by plane. And that's because we own a place there that we're desperately trying to sell so that we don't have to do that anymore. (laughs) And the other places we go are Connecticut. New York, Connecticut, New York. I'm just, I'm just looking at a lot of photographs of you guys like in Spain and in uh, Mexico and in California. Did you Photoshop me into those pictures? No, this is you. Sorry, your memory's a little light. Maybe you should stop picking up those five-gallon water bottles. Yeah, maybe messed, I should. It's messed with your brain. I have a goal. Do you want to talk about our goals for the new year? Oh, uh, yes. When we get closer? Well, I want to talk about you, you wanna... No, I want to talk about your goals. No. <laughs> That's what I want to talk I, about. No, what's your goal? Tell me your goal. What's your goal? I have one specific goal, and that's to clean out my inbox on my phone. Oh, okay. Are you a zero inboxer? No, I'm a 200,000 messages boxer. Right. Why do you want to clear it out? I think it would feel good. Well, there's one way to do it. There's one way to do it. Control, alt, delete. (laughs) Yeah, delete all unread. Start again. Who fucking cares? I'm I'm at that place now. I have so I have been uh, away from it for a while and trying to hide from it, <laughs> ostrich in the sand style, that I really don't want to go back in and try to de dig out because if there's so I've been having a yeah two days email, away and a you primary have... email address for so long that I have sadly blended it where there's personal stuff and work stuff they're all sort of blend like in not not anything real personal in my work email but it comes in in the form of if I'm at in a work mode and I want to sign up for something so all the signups and automatic subscriptions and the question and the coupon and the thing and the unsubscribe all of that is well all of that is blended in there so it's it's not just work but anything I do have a personal email account that I use for my personal purposes um did you take a family picture this year nope it was even requested that we do. Not even Photogra- on the porch? Nope. Photographer reached out and said, I'm running out of, uh, I'm doing some limited this and that and that. I'm running out of space. Did you want to do it? I, I never want to forget you guys. I'll force you in because it might not be an option. And I was like, I said, there is nothing I want to commemorate about this year. Thank you for reaching out. We're going to do it again next year. I said, no. Last year we did it under duress just to have it. And I never used the pictures because I don't like them. They're just not that great. And I certainly, they're not cheap. Oh, I loved your pictures from last year. I don't think I, I don't think I sent any out. I don't remember. From, I think you they did. Were, you guys were outside that one? Yeah, but I don't, I, we had more than one out there and I don't, I think that one of them was okay. And I think that was from an earlier photo shoot that I just used at Christmas. I actually just wrote a thank you note to somebody because um, I was putting, I had to send some stuff to, I had to go physically to the post office because I was so overdue from sending stuff out, right? So I th- thought, well, I'm going to at least do a thank you note to this person because I needed to do it. And I didn't really have a thank you note that I liked. So I took out an old Christmas card because I have some. We do those photo Christmas cards. And it's a really old one. And it actually predates my friendship with these people. So <laughs> they hadn't seen it before. And I'm like, I-, I have a brilliant idea. I can send out these old Christmas cards. I don't want, I don't like the way any of us are. Right now, I don't need to capture this moment in time. I certainly don't like the way any of us look right now. All of us look bad. 
all of us, 100% of us look awful. It's There's no sunlight on the skin. People's hair's all messed up. We gain weight. It's gross. I've got I fucking, feel like- I've got mask zits. I'm getting, from wearing masks, I'm getting, I mean, I don't even wear them that long, but I get, uh, my face starts to break out. Can you imagine if you had to wear these fucking things like the healthcare workers have to wear them? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fucking, I cannot. So it's like, why would I want to know? I kind of feel like this is, this is what this year was and that's, uh, that's it. I mean, it's the, you know, the kid with the black eye in the school picture. Guess what? That idiot fell off the bunk bed and got a black (laughs) eye this year in the fucking picture. And that's what you look like. So I'm still, I think, going to send mine out. They did. They came out terrible. Totally dark. Well, you've I'm not sure it's. Are the, is this the photo that your mother was like, yeah, getting a little Melissa email? No, that's that photo. That photo put me on Peloton. Um, (laughs) This one is the skinnier photo, but you can't, the girls you can't see and the boys look fantastic. So it's not my year, but it doesn't have to be my year. It's their year. So that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could have a, I could send photos from the, I could send cards from the dollar store and put stamps on it. I could reduce the list. I could use a photo from last year that still represents us and have those printed and sent out. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not. At this point. Did your husband... Oh. Did your son rat you out in a um, in a situation this week that you'd like to share? <laughs> well, there's a lot of things that are slightly off and a little bit different because we're all here all the time. For the most part, I love it. And it's great. And I want more. I want everything to slow down and be calm and quiet. But it's not sustainable. It's just not. One thing happened that feels... Great and awful at the same time. So I went to the market. I was telling you about the market. I brought in some stuff. And as a treat, because we don't buy them, I bought Pop-Tarts. I don't buy them. I know they love what them. Kind? I bought the, the kids like strawberry and the cinnamon sugar. Strawberry frosted? Yeah, of course. What kind okay, of question good. is that? Just so, making sure you're normal. I don't yeah. even know why they make any other flavors. So anyway, um, so I got it because it was a two for deal and they were super cheap. And I was like, okay. So I got it. And after we had unpacked everything, I couldn't find the cinnamon ones. Couldn't find them anywhere. And I thought, is it still in the car? Did I somehow, did I pay for it and not get it? Did I leave it at the supermarket? What happened? No, I didn't sit. No, I don't have it. I've unpacked everything. We checked the car. It's not anywhere. It's not anywhere. Okay. Fast forward to... Every single person in the kitchen. No, I've unpacked everything. No, I didn't see it. It wasn't on the counter. No, every person looked me dead in the face and said, no, I did not see cinnamon pop darts. Not in the house. They're not even cinnamon. Brown sugar. Maybe they are cinnamon. Brown sugar and cinnamon. Okay. Cut to bedtime. And the little fucker comes in and admits to me, I totally hid those pop darts. I took them and hid them so that the other two wouldn't eat them. He fucking proactively hid and then lied food from his family members. And on the one hand, I thought, my legacy is complete. And also, that's (laughs) terrible. It's not terrible. But he He lied to us about it. And he lied with with conviction. Stand there like, no. I, I mean, it was not, it was not, no. Like the lie where it's like, I sort of want to get caught or I don't even know if I know how to lie. Maybe. This was, this was no, no, I, of course not. No, this is, I've been lying since the day I was fucking born. I'm a Satan liar. I know how to lie. From the tiniest child. 
fucking corrupted over pop tarts? Did he it's hide not, them in the kitchen? It's not like you got a girl pregnant. I mean, this is not the thing that you need to have a convincing lie about, right? This is a very low grade thing to be such a highly skilled player. I'm fucked. No, he didn't tell me where he hid them. He didn't tell me. I don't know where they are. So he's probably like a rat still nibbling on these fucking things. Or he could be like me, and he hides them. And then 16 years from now, we find the desiccated, you know, crumbled bag full of horrible shit that I'd hid and forgot all about. That's what that smell was. <laughs> oh, come on now. Can you believe that shit? I don't think I can. Is, I and I'm kind of proud of him. Stop. I'm proud. Stop. You're he could be my kid. I'm proud of him. No, because you know it's something you really enjoy. <laughs> you almost never get. And I'm not going to lose out because I'm out playing sports and jackholes home and just looking for shit to eat. Bullshit. Well, I mean, I'm here to tell you. I've got, I've got four men in the house. Chronologically, they're not all men, but they're men-sized men. I mean, the little one that I just told you about, he's not even a teenager yet, and he's wearing a men's size 10 shoe, I think. It might be, a, it might be an 11 now. I've lost track. I get so pissed off. His feet wow. are larger than his grandfather's, so, and he's taller than me, and I'm just tired of it. Here, What I'm trying to say to you is one pound of meat, one pound, one box of pasta is not enough. If you're cooking something that requires like tacos and you, if you buy a pound of meat, it's, people are arguing because there's not enough and I don't usually even eat any. I'll just sit it out. Like I'll say, I, I want to have some so there's enough. So the four of them, that's not enough meat for them. It, we, I was talking to me made cheesesteaks. I had to make two cheesesteaks for the little one. Two. And these, you, I think you've seen my portion size. It's not appropriate. It's already too big, <laughs> right? So it's like a neck-sized cheesesteak filled with meat and cheese, and then he's still, you know, I've told you. He's like, what's for dessert? Can I have ham? It's like, stop it. You need to eat less. Yeah. Ham is not dessert. I know. He's, he's troubled. Well, he's already, he's got a life of crime ahead of him. Pop-tart well, He does, crime. and he is very good at it, so you should be very so proud. I mean, careful. I mean, proud. <laughs> I meant proud. <sighs> I like it. I put things away sometimes. Apples and trees, folks. Apples and trees. But I'm just trying to say, I don't like it. I was hoping you learned it by watching you. I know. Stop it. How about the sock? Oh, the sock. Have you seen something on the internet going around uh, where somebody found a sock in the bathroom and then they had this little game about it? Has that been big enough for you to see? No. So locally, a woman I know found a sock, not found, in her kitchen there was a sock on the floor. Someone left a sock on the floor, and that sort of pissed her off. So she decided, I'm not picking up this shit. So four days go by, and no one in her house picks up this dirty sock in the kitchen. Left it, sitting there. So she started taking pictures of it every day. And it's been going on two and a half weeks, where the sock is still fucking sitting in her kitchen, right? So she called, and we all have been following and laughing and checking in, right? She called the news station, and said, what do you think about this? And they're doing a story on the sock in her kitchen. Oh, shut up. That's And great. nobody knows about the sock still. Every day, she's just waiting for somebody to fucking pick it up. Nobody knows. So they're coming. She's being interviewed today. As a matter of fact, she was nervous about the interview last night posting, oh my God, this news crew's coming. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. Okay. So that happened, and it's hilarious, and that's going to make the news. And then, last week, within three days, right, beginning, middle, and end, somebody in Australia had a sock in the bathroom, and they ended up making a game out of it. And somebody put one of those little museum tags over the sock, and then the other person came back and put animals <laughs> around the sock. And then somebody came and put an audience around the sock, and then they made a pedestal for the sock. And they So the whole thing went on, and that went viral. 
So I've got this local legit sock thing that predates the other one that's getting on the fucking news and they might cancel it. Only oh. because, only I don't know. I don't know how they're going to frame it or do it. But That's we the, hilarious. We the, we the OG dirty sock, yo. I'm just trying to say. So. I saw somebody, a woman, wrote on a piece of paper that was on the floor next to the trash can. Bring <laughs> this to bring this to me for a blowjob, right? So it's sitting on the floor. She lives with her husband. Her husband walks by it every day. Doesn't pick up the piece of trash and put it right. It's right next to the can. Oh my god! Doesn't throw it away. I didn't even it's get been, the joke. I was like, what? And then I, I finally get it now. That piece of trash funny. sitting on the floor. He just leaves it there. A week passes. Two weeks pass. It's still there. And then I think. She freaked out because there's trash on the floor. Um, and later she did a TikTok where he walked over to her with a coupon. And she's like, that was from fucking two weeks ago. Yeah, You're yeah. an asshole and you don't yeah, get it. That was from the previous tenants of this fucking house. Right, Go exactly. find them, you lazy slob. I wonder who wrote that. Jiminy fuck stick. <laughs> Are you kidding? But a sock. I mean, we do have our house cleaned once yeah. a week. So we can't let a sock sit and we can't let. Once a, a week? Co- a coupon for a free Hummer go There's by. There's only we four can't. of you. Uh, once a week. We could do every other if we weren't home on top of each other. Look, we went a while with, with just us straightening up and cleaning because our cleaning lady did not want to come. And I get it, but I guess she got hungrier than she was careful about safety. <laughs> and then, you know, she made a determining. No, I'm not talking from a COVID standpoint. I'm just talking from a cash standpoint. It's a lot of fucking dough. It's a lot of fucking dough clean a big ass house but it's a lot of house it is i don't know and you don't how dirty can you make it in a week i would love it we fucking need it that but sounds I like a challenge it. to me <laughs> <laughs> challenge oh. accepted i'm on it Happy how Monica. dirty yeah. how dirty can you make it in a week i'm how on it th- how do you think the smell of this oil is going to travel throughout the house let's see yeah. That's not coming until next week. All right. So this w- w- Wednesday, Tuesday night is the first night of Hanukkah. Oh, my stars and stripes. And we'll see how that goes. It's going to be fantastic. Why what's what's our gift tonight? Ma- what's our gift tonight, Mom? It's an experience. You're getting experiences Go this year. Go ask your mother. And the experience is how it feels not to get a gift. How it feels <laughs> to have breakfast for dinner. Bowl <laughs> of cereal, everyone. <laughs> no, I shout out to you for doing the thing that is much more meaningful and impactful and that's experiences and time with your kids and you do it naturally so to kind of up the ante is a good thing too and it's really hard to do when experiences are thin on the ground because everybody's you know covered up with germ juice so we're going for a hike together oh i hate you i hate hiking can i wear my crocs with no socks what is there is there something that you could do with the dogs is there like a dog training thing where everybody benefits and you all equally suffer where you have to go and train the dogs together like for an agility trial or participate in that I honestly feel like in your question was the answer I'm moving on where everyone suffers together can you all quit Ethan's job together can you go in as a family I'm gonna take him and do a song and dance you could do it like Brady Bunch style where you guys prepare the whole dance and just sit and he can like pop out at the end and go I quit and then you run out and also knock over all of the displays and leave like creme fraiche and everything smeared on the floor how about a singing telegram I quit this fucking job because you're a dick you are you are you are a big old dick yeah you should quit you should you should help him quit we'll do that together that'll be his first night of Hanukkah present that's lovely we're all going to quit for you (laughs) for Hanukkah we're going to help you quit your job and train the dogs next up you're welcome (laughs) nails in your shoes yeah something you can all hate together (laughs) (laughs) 
Dear listener, thank you for listening. If you have some thoughts you'd like to share, we did get some feedback this week, which was fucking delightful. Uh, I would like you to write us. Brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Listen Brilliant on Twitter and Instagram, or you can go to Facebook, Brilliant Observations, and join Brillob's squad. What? what? I send out a couple a couple of requests for following to two people a week, and they've all accepted my requests. So Look at you, are going audience up. building. So yeah, that's by accident. Good. Accidental that's building. Good. We love you guys. That's why we keep coming back to share our bullshit with you. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. whatsoever.